Welcome to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, a CME podcast series where each week we translate today's late-breaking clinical research and news into tomorrow's practice. I'm Dr. Frank Domino, professor in the Department of Family Medicine and Community Health at the University of Massachusetts Chan Medical School and editor-in-chief of the 5-Minute Clinical Consult. Be sure to follow the link in the description after today's episode for more information about today's article and to claim CME credit. This podcast is brought to you by PrimeMed. You're seeing Bob today. He's 54 years old and he's here for a follow-up of his knee pain. The right side is worse than the left. You have previously determined that he has osteoarthritis in both his knees. His x-rays confirm this with some mild, typical degenerative changes and mild joint space narrowing. Bob has a sedentary job and participates in no regular exercise. He played baseball as a teen and in college, but nothing now. He asks if he'll need to have a knee replacement. Hi, this is Frank Domino. And joining me this morning is Dr. Susan Feeney, Director of the Adult Gerontology and Family Nurse Practitioner Programs at the UMass Chan Medical School, Tan Ching Fen Graduate School of Nursing. Hi, Susan. Hey, Frank. So we've been talking about me getting my total knee replacement. So poor Bob, I, I feel badly for him. Before we get too much into how best to treat it, can you talk a little bit about what causes osteoarthritis of the joints, especially the knees? Sure. It turns out that it is degradation and disruption of the cartilage. It's it's pretty pretty simple. And so anything that will interrupt that or prevent the destruction of the cartilage is would help reduce the risk of osteo and also the risk of it worsening. So and and much of what we have suggested in the past or has been has really been more expert opinion there hasn't been a big body of information sort of proving that some of our recommendations are going to help reduce cartilage damage and cartilage disruption all right so cartilage and cartilage destruction is the problem what are the current guidelines around best evidence for treating osteoarthritis of the knee so the, the most recent guidelines come from the American College of Rheumatology and the Arthritis Foundation. And basically, they break it into sort of non-pharmacologic and pharmacologic. So strongly recommended in the non-pharmacologic, no, no surprise, is exercise. And what they say is there's no implied hierarchy, but they do recommend that there's supervised exercise, which I take to mean that with a physical therapist or a trainer. So it's walking, strengthening exercises, aquatic exercise. And then they talk about, you know, self-efficacy and management programs, you know, reinforcement programs like that. They recommend weight loss, Tai Chi, using a supportive device like a cane or the tibiofemoral bracing. And then for the sort of conditionally recommended would be heat and cold and acupuncture, balance training and radiofrequency ablation and things like that. From pharmacology, from pharmacologic treatments, the highly recommended are oral NSAIDs, topical NSAIDs, and then intraarticular steroids. They talk about conditional recommendations for, you know, acetaminophen, tramadol, duloxetine, and capsaicin are topical, are could be appropriate, but they're not as highly recommended. So, you know, there's pretty clear recommendations, and these recommendations have are have been pretty standard for a while. I want to point out that not on the pharmacological list are opioids. I think that was something that was very commonly used through through most of my early part of my career and even 
well into the 90s. Oh, they've got horrible end-stage osteoarthritis. If you're not using all the other modalities, jumping to an opioid or including an opioid runs much greater risk than harm. Absolutely. In fact, I was going to mention a little bit later was that there was a meta-analysis that looked at different types of, of treatments and they came out very definitively and said opioids do nothing but put people at risk for abuse, that it does nothing to really reduce pain and improve function. So they should never be on a treatment list. Yeah. All right. So that was 2019. What about, what do we know in 2022? What's the new best evidence? There was a, a report recently that from the Osteoarthritis Research Society International World Congress from April of 2022, and there were several uh, studies that were presented. And one that really caught my eye was it looked at the multicenter osteoarthritis study, the MOST trial. And what they found was walking, simply walking, was the most beneficial to reduce cartilage loss over a two-year period. And that the more you walked, the less cartilage loss and damage you had. And since we know that is the, the core etiology of osteoarthritis, that's pretty interesting and exciting information because walking can be done unsupervised. You don't have to have a physical therapist or go to a trainer. You just need a good pair of shoes with good arch support. And walking can really does appear from the study and they did, you know, they didn't just do people's survey on how they felt, they actually measured cartilage loss. And this was about, you know, 1500 patients that they looked at. And they also found, which was interesting, is more time spent lying down actually accelerated cartilage loss, which is very interesting. Isn't that interesting? I think that's fascinating. And you can see how our older adults who get, you know, stuck in bed for a couple of weeks for an illness, wild, just absolutely wild. It is. And so the weight bearing somehow does improve or reduce the risk of the cartilage loss. And I just found that, you know, it, and again, it supports the guidelines, but it supports it with really impressive data. And again, you know, when you say to somebody, we want you to do strengthening exercises, and we know that some of these things can, you know, if someone's doing it inappropriately, they're going to hurt themselves. This is a pretty universal, easily, it's, it's cheap. <laughs> Everybody can do it. So it's, I thought it was a great piece of information to help with our patients who may be at risk and also those who currently have osteoarthritis. And there was a couple other studies too that I found interesting that were discussed in that program. One of them was that people who did use walking as their primary exercise were less likely to develop new knee pain. So that really sort of reinforces the, the findings of the study regarding walking and decreasing cartilage loss. And then another one that I thought was worth mentioning said that when you present warnings to patients with osteoarthritis of potential negative consequences of inaction was more effective in changing their behavior than telling them positive. So in other words, instead of saying, gee, you'll feel better, your arthritis will be better if you exercise, but by saying your arthritis will get worse and you'll have less, more pain and dysfunction if you don't exercise was more effective. So, you know, it was sort of like, I thought like the wagging of the finger in this case seemed to really have an impact because it's all about motivation. And then there was also some couple of meta-analysis done recently looking at uh, treatments, pharmacologic treatments. And as you can see, you know, probably the first line for most people are oral NSAIDs. And both of these meta-analysis, one by Zhang uh, et al., they looked at 122 randomized controlled 
trials with 47,000 participants. And they found consistently that topical NSAIDs were superior not only to acetaminophen, but were statistically the same as oral NSAIDs. That's huge. I mean, you know, we know oral NSAIDs can be so, so difficult and cause so many problems between GI, obviously, but, you know, they're renal, the blood pressure issues, you know, it would be great to get people off of these long-term NSAIDs and that topical seem to be as effective, which is really, really wonderful. And then another meta-analysis looked at, again, at NSAIDs, and they said that they actually found the topical NSAIDs were actually slightly superior to the oral NSAIDs and certainly to acetaminophen. And they also, this was the study that said no benefit at all from opioids. So this is really good news. And I think to be able to use a topical NSAID and not complicate people's, you know, GI issues and, and renal implications, this is really important for providers to take home and, and start implementing right away. <laughs> These are very important practice-changing uh, components for osteoarthritis management. It's you have to walk, and not walking is just going to make matters worse. Use topicals, and if you want to augment it, you can throw on some acetaminophen, but you've got to, if, if you want to slow this progression, uh, exercise and treatment are the key. Oh, Susan, thank you. This is, uh, for someone who suffers from osteoarthritis of the knee, this is both changing in my perspective as well as reaffirming in what I've been doing so far. And I think it's really important, too, that we really look at people who start complaining of things, you know, earlier on is, is this is prevention, you know, really to do that. And good luck with your knee. Practice pointer. Encourage individuals with osteoarthritis of the knee to incorporate walking into their treatment plan, as well as topical insets. It's simple, inexpensive, and has many benefits and may slow cartilage loss. Join us next time when we review the new guidelines on the diagnosis and management of non-alcoholic fatty liver disease in the outpatient setting. Thank you for listening to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, brought to you by PrimeMed. To claim CME credit and receive additional information about the article referenced in today's episode, follow the link in the description. To stay up to date on the most recent clinical research and news, please subscribe to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine and be sure to check out primed.com for additional CME content.